Hey, 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 it's Coach Mark here of the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark Podcast. And today I have another special guest with me. His name is Dan John. And Dan has spent his life with one foot in the world of lifting and throwing and the other foot in academia. An all-American discus thrower, Dan has also competed at the highest levels of Olympic weightlifting, the Highland Games, and the Weight Pentathlon, an event in which he holds the American record. And in early 2017, Dan's book, Now, now what his approach to performance and dealing with life became an Amazon bestseller. And today, in today's episode, I'm talking about the whole body training. What is whole body training and Dan's approach to lifting? Hey, 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 it's Coach Mark here, and I have a special guest today. It's Coach Dan John, and welcome to the show, to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. Well, thank you so much. This is nice. Uh, it was, what was cool is that you, I think you contacted me. I said yes, and I don't even think it was, I don't think it was 12 hours ago we said something else. It was just kind of fun, you know, it's nice. It's yeah, it's I always like, always nice to connect uh, to, to yeah. people and to the people in the industry. And I thought, yeah, I reach out to you, and uh, yeah, you you responded pretty fast. And uh, I'm happy to have you on the show right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Let's get started here. Perfect. Um, yeah. So the listeners heard it in the intro, um, but I really want to know it from you. Uh, who is Dan John? Maybe give us a little bit of a summary. <sighs> He's a shy young man with. <laughs> Nary a care. Uh, no, I, you know, I'm, uh, you know, important. I don't, I, I, I talk about this a lot, but I'm the youngest of six kids from a military and uh, athletic family. And I really think that's a, a big part of, I hate to say this, but my success, because I was always trying to keep up with my brothers, you know? Uh, and when you're 12 and eight years younger than elite athletes and you're trying to keep up it, it taught me some good lessons. And I think the most important lesson I learned, Mark, was uh, you got to keep, you just got to stay ahead. And, you know, you got to keep using your brain. You, you physically can't keep up. Yeah. So you have to out, you have to outwit, outthink them, you know, kind of a, it, you know, it's funny because I'm not a bit huge fan of Survivor, but I got to tell you, man, when you're growing up with a bunch of brothers, it's Survivor, everyday Survivor. <laughs> I watch that show on TV and it's like, well, that's just normal. That's, that's, that was you. Tuesday that's your life. <laughs> So, um, I've been a strength coach since 1979, uh, I've written a bunch of books, uh, write a lot of articles. I travel around the world pre COVID. I was up to a quarter million miles a year. Um, and, uh, now I'm, uh, I, I recently retired from one of my college jobs, but, uh, I still work at St. Mary's in Tokenham, London as a part of their master's program in strength and conditioning. Uh, I Olympic lift. I, in fact, as soon as we hang up, I'll be going into the garage. I got a meet coming up in uh, a couple weeks again. I just lifted in a meet. Uh, my numbers aren't what they used to be, but you know, give me a break. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know, I love what I do. Uh, I have a massive library of, of uh, just, that's just part of it, but I'm just a massive library of things and strength and conditioning and, Oh, I don't know. I, I, I really love, I really love this. It, the, you know, you hear that stupid word passion all the time. It's not a stupid word. It's the way it's used. Passion means to actually doesn't mean love. It means to suffer. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt that I have a passion for weightlifting. I'm willing to suffer 
uh, long hours and, you know, lots of, you know, lots of injuries and lots of pain. And because I really just, just like what we do, you know? Yeah. And, and how did you start your fitness journey? You said you've been a strength and conditioning coach since. Oh, how did I start? Well, let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, yeah, here you go. In 1965, my aunt died and left my brothers and, and me some money. And so they went to a place called Sears Roebuck and bought a barbell that weighed 50 kilos, 110 pounds. And this is the booklet that came with it. <laughs> and uh, amazing. basically it says, do two sets of five, put the weights over your head, pick them up off the ground. And I got to tell you, my friend. If all you did was clean and jerk and deadlift or clean and press and deadlift, you'd have a pretty good program. Absolutely. You know, um, and if you did two sets of five every day for the next, uh, and then went for a walk after for the next 40 or 50 years, I think you'd be okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, that's, that's how I got my start. Uh, when I went to the ninth grade, I, I went from a Catholic elementary to a public junior high and they had a nice little weight program called, it was called Southwood Junior High where we did power clean military front squat and bench press. And so back then uh, I learned to that mix the mix of the Olympic lifts and the power lifts are probably the best thing uh, an athlete can do. And, and it's true. And of course, run, if I just said run Hills, you, there you go. There's another perfect program. Yeah, the two, I just given you two and less than 30 seconds. That's a world record, <laughs> you know, uh, it, and then Yeah, right after I got out of high school, I weighed 162 pounds and I met Dick Notmeyer and he taught me the Olympic lifts. And four months later, I weighed 202 pounds. So 40 wow. pounds in four months. And because my thigh, it was all my thighs, lower back and traps, man. I, I, I really, I mean, I, I don't know if I had a beach look or not, but I had a look. It was, it was, <laughs> you know, I was at a party one time and one of my, I, I knew uh, Rita, uh, blessed memory. She's no longer with us, but I, We went to from first grade to eighth grade together, junior high together, high school, and then junior college together. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there at a party and I got these traps are up here like this and she touches them. And I don't want to swear, but she goes, what the fuck are those? <laughs> Never seen those. Before. Never seen those muscles before. And uh, uh, it was, it was kind of weird, you know, going to college, not being able to wear normal clothes and, you know, trying to figure out how to get pants that would fit around this was the 70s so the pants were a little tighter back then and you know they didn't fit into my thighs and shirts i couldn't wear a tie for a long time and, and then uh coach mon uh, took me aside my senior year and asked if i'd come back in the fall and help and help his team with uh, uh bodybuilding building had started taking over uh sport training yeah and he didn't like that and so he took me aside and uh And asked me to come back in the in the fall as a strength coach, and here I am. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's a that's a story. And forty three years later, yeah, forty three years later, that's amazing. Um, so always, um, listeners want to hear what's your uh, routine like. What do you do on a regular basis? Um, what change for maybe uh, because. Um, from where I started 17 years ago, it's a different routine that I do right now. Um, what are the main differentiators and what are the differences right now? Well, for me, I, uh, one thing, uh, I mean, I'll just go through a tip, but I, I start my day the night before I, I make my coffee. I, I make my to-do list. You're number one on the to-do list today. So congrats to you. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I fast 
from dinner until I get all my work done, I get my workout in, and then I eat. Um, and I try to I try to eat eight different vegetables every day. I eat uh, fermented food every day, like kimchi. And kimchi is basically what I eat every day. I also make my own sauerkraut, but the kim the the kimchi is better. Um, my workouts now uh, basically are, are pretty simple. I do I start off. I go in before anybody else gets there, and I hang from the bar for thirty seconds. I sit in the bottom of the goblet squat. Do you know what a goblet squat is? I know absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who invented the gobble squat? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, me. You? Yeah. The gobble squat? That, that's your signature move? I invented it. I named it, but that's I don't awesome. get any credit for it. But yeah, I invented a lot of things normal people train with. But since I didn't, I should have called everything the Dan John squat. The, the Dan, Dan, Dan John Perry. squat. But, you know, hey. Just rename it. <laughs> yeah, it's too late now, man. Uh So I sit in the bottom of the goblet squat for 30 seconds, and then I do the ab roller, the ab wheel, and then I do uh, a suitcase carry. Uh, that's where you hold the weight in one hand and go for a little walk. And that kind of gets me ready to go. I Now I do a little comp Olympic lifting complex, uh, Romanian deadlift, uh, hang snatch, overhead squat, and back squat, fairly light, no, no big deal. And then I snatch and clean and jerk, uh, very light. Uh, I only go heavy in meets now. That's the only time I go heavy is when there's three officials. Um, and then right after I do my last clean and jerk, uh, I put ankle weights on, I pick up some weights in my hands and I go for about a half an hour, 45 minute walk. When I'm not getting ready for a weightlifting meet, basically I would do what you would hold. If I said like whole body bodybuilding um, with variations, like, A couple days a week, well, I'll emphasize the overhead press. A couple days a week, I'll emphasize what we call buns and guns, mm -hmm. uh, hard, hard, hard glute workout. Uh, I follow uh, Brett Contreras, is a good friend of mine. And so I do the, uh, here's a typical one, hip thrust for 25 reps, deficit deadlift for 10, goblet squat for 10, ab wheel for five to 10, repeat that twice. That would be a typical and uh, a pre-exhaustion, you, you, the glutes, the glutes are getting more and more tired. And yeah. I'm a big believer that you have to work the abs uh, yeah. with, with the butt. I mean, I, I really think that you're, you're short-sighted long-term if you don't work your, your abs with your butt hard. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to die if it don't, I just have found that's very helpful. Um, and then, so, you know, so say a couple, and, and then one thing that's important every Thursday and Thursday is we call it tonic Thursday and it's one hour of mobility, flexibility, rolling, uh, gentle, uh, what we, uh, Tim Anderson's original strength, you know, the neck nods and the, yeah. and the neck work. And, uh, I, I have since 1977 Thursdays have always been my easy day. because that came from my coach, coach Mon, most track meets are on Saturdays. So Thursdays, a tonic day. And uh, what's interesting is that I've gotten to the point that I just think this is the way we do it. You know, this just, just is the way we do things. Yeah. And uh, it's been very, very, very helpful for me. Yeah.
Um, so I always think um, there's a lot of science that comes with it, but there's also a lot of experience, right? Ooh, um, yeah. Like from when I started to now, it's a complete different story for you probably too. And uh, you read a lot of books. Um, you wrote a lot of books. Um, what is the main difference? Because I, I hear you saying, because most of the people, when they, they think about Olympic weightlifting, um, lifting in general, yeah, I need to go heavy. I need to do this and that. But I talked to many, many people, coaches that have a complete different um, approach right now because um, from experience, they say, okay, that's okay, but I want to do it sustainable. What, what is your take on that? Oh, no, no. Uh, the, you don't, if you, if you don't have an Olympic lift and you don't, you don't want to learn, you don't want, you don't have the, the humility and the lack of ego to give it the couple of years to learn it. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, so my basic coaching philosophy is this first, the body is one piece. So if you're going through an emotional issue, if you're going through a physical issue, uh, you're getting divorced, uh, you have, my daughter has a newborn, that changes everything. If you've got diarrhea, it's not a good day to go heavy on the back squat, you know? So the body is one piece. So I don't believe in this Frankenstein monster stuff that the, the you know, the bodybuilders do arm day, leg day. I like whole body training. Uh, I, and I believe in whole body training all the time. The nice thing is, you know, I train five days a week, whole body, but that doesn't mean I go for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I might have days where, for example, I have this belief. I think you should go into the squat position every day. I didn't say heavy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just sit at the bottom for as that's fine. I think you should push every day. You should pull every day. Whole most of my warm up is TRX, TYs and I's on a typical time. Wow. Um, we have about a 15 minute, uh, we call it TRX hypertrophy and Mike Brown walks me through it. And it goes for, I, well, if it's 15 minutes, I, I start to get a little bitchy because my grip is just goes, <laughs> you know, the back of my, I feel sick to my stomach because my shoulders, back of my shoulders are all, <laughs> you know, full of blood, my grip. I'm the worst client in the world. I'm such a, I just complain constantly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I pull every day. I push every day. I squat every day. I walk every day, but it doesn't mean I go insane. I'm just, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm just doing my best to uh, get, <clears throat> pardon me, get things done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you said you have a daughter. Um, I have a daughter as well. Um, what do you have two? Nice. Two uh, and, and you have grandkids. You said I have three grandchildren. Yeah. Wow. Um, what changed for you when um, your daughter was born? Uh, let's talk about maybe something just personal. Hey, here you go. Here's something I want all your listeners to do. Uh, it's free on my website, danjohn.net. I wrote a book called From Dad to Grad, and it's about 50 pages. It's lessons I learned that I wanted to share with my daughter, my daughters, wow. but my daughter at the time. And um, it's very simple stuff. It's I got some things, you know, <laughs> some of the stuff is kind of like, I have some, some recipes that I, that I, that I, when they were growing up that I, that I would make, uh, on, I got some information on saving money and finances and making good choices and all the rest. And it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so what, how, what changed for me now, remember my first child was born in 1990 when I was still an elite level discus thrower. And what I learned is I just didn't have the time I used to have. I mean, and that was, you know, Mark, it might have been 
the greatest thing that ever happened to me was not being able to train six hours a day and having to learn to train 15 minutes. So my whole approach to strength training called easy strength, these 15 minute workouts, two sets of five, it's because I didn't have time to do anymore. Exactly. Uh, the reason I started throwing into walls, I didn't have time to go out and shag the disc, uh, get the discus every day. I have, to, I have to be in the United States. When you get a ball, the word is shag. But in Europe, if you say shag, it means to have sex. So when I tell people I shag my discus, uh, I get some very strange looks at <laughs> uh, some of our gatherings. Um, the almost. I would say everything that I've become famous for is because of trying to work around my daughter's uh, schedules and life and the needs of being a parent, a father. And, but listen, it's all good. Loaded carries, easy strength. Uh, the, 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 the exact one minute rest workouts, all these things came because I just didn't have the time to dink around anymore. Yeah. Why that's interesting is I threw farther at 47 years of age than I did in my entire career. Wow. See, I mean, and that's what an effective workout is, I believe. Yeah. Like, you know, also from experience, how to effectively drain and we don't need six hours anymore. Right. <laughs> Um, you said you are a world traveler. Um, I mean, now it's a little bit difficult, I guess, with, with the pandemic. On the road again soon. Uh, soon, yeah. Soon, soon exactly. Um, what do you do when you travel? Um, do you take any tools with you? Do you, What are the workouts like? Okay, I take two things with me. First off, I believe that an adult should only travel with one bag. And I only tra if, I'm, if I'm going to Europe for six weeks, I have one bag. If I'm going to Europe for six days, I have one bag. If I'm going somewhere for six hours, I have one bag. Um, in that bag, I have a Brett Contreras glute loop and a mini band from Perform Better. And the glute loop, one of the things I do a lot of when I travel is uh, the, the on the floor hip thrust with the glute loop and clamshells. I do, I only on the road do I do push-ups. That's the only time I do push-ups. So I get sore as hell on the road. And then I also take the mini band and then I put it around my socks and I do those monster walks. You know, where you, you kind of yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah. And first the glute loop and the mini band will undo most of the damage from travel on day one. So, you know, I'm a, you know, I only weigh about 220 now, but I'm still 220, which still makes me bigger than normal. And I'm not fat, you know, well, yeah, well, maybe I'm fat, Who, you know, uh, yeah, well, like, compared to some, I'm not fat, but planes kick my ass, you know, Absolutely. I mean, you know, when I'm flying, you would know the Especially flight. long flights, yeah. you know, from Salt Lake City to Heathrow is a long day. And then you get off the plane, you got to go through Heathrow, you go through customs, and then you got to jump on the plane to, or, you know, whatever, or get on the taxi, the black taxi, the Uber, the, and then you get to the place and then you go to a hotel you've never been. And the best thing I can do is glute loop, clamshells, hip thrust, go for a walk, get some pushups in it. Boop, magically, some of, the issue, some of the issues disappear. Awesome. Um, that's an unbelievable advice, I believe, because most of the listeners or people that I talk to, um, they, ha they, 
they they really don't know what to do in a hotel room. They don't know how to stay in shape. And I think these are golden nuggets, right? And it, it's as you said, it can be even just fifteen minutes, and you all instantly feel better, right? Um, well, I'll give you a workout that you do it at home. Uh, you do fifteen hip thrusts, fifteen clamshells, fourteen hip thrusts, fourteen clamshells, thirteen, thirteen, twelve, twelve, eleven. When you get to five, you're not going to like me very much. And you still got 15 more reps each. Uh, when you pop up off the ground after that, now, if you really want a tough workout, do 15 hip thrusts, 15 clamshells, 15 pushups, 14, 14, 14, 13, 13. Look, look, if you need more than that, well, you, you don't need my advice. You're a, you're a stallion. I, you, you are a stud. I don't eat. Yeah. So you can take some very simple ideas and really go with it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, from the training perspective, I want to go straight to the nutrition. Um, you said you're fasting uh, a certain amount of hours in a day. Mm -hmm. um, how many meals do you have? Listeners always want to hear that. How, what are you, what they contain of, yeah. what, what are your go-tos? Basically I have, okay, you got to be careful. I have two meals a day and then I've been really working hard on this uh, gut biome stuff. Now, maybe if you think it's BS fine, I've, you know, I, I can't, I, my results and the people I work with results are too good. So after I work out, if we go to breakfast, then I order uh, a lot of vegetables, uh, veggies, protein, water. There you go. That's my meals. Veggies. Basically I eat two meals a day, veggies, protein, water. Okay. Uh, I have, if I don't go to breakfast, I make this concoction. It's uh, oatmeals. <laughs> it's oatmeal with chia seed with sunflower seeds that I soak in a protein drink overnight. Nice. And, I, and then I also eat with that kimchi during the day. I try to have at least one extra serving of kimchi and either a piece of fruit or a serving of kimchi and something else. Uh, the other day uh, we had leftover chicken thighs and I opened the fridge and the chicken thighs smelled so good. My snack was two chicken thighs and kimchi. Uh, and I, I don't know if we were saving that chicken thighs for anything else, that's uh, pretty good, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I believe so much in, in gut health. Uh, I believe our gut is our second brain. Um, our gut is super important for overall yes. health and, um, tell, uh, talk a little bit about that. Um, maybe the differences from, uh, before to now, um, what do you experienced? I'm starting to think that there's a two-pronged issue with obesity in the United States. The first is the fact that we have uh, federal subsidies for wheat, soy, uh, all, you know, all, basically if you go to the store and look at what's inside box, every box. Okay. And the problem with those box, I call them cardboard carbohydrates. If it's in a box or a bag, but what we've lost by all the the white flour and white sugar. And I'm not trying to be a crazy people, gentle listener. I'm just telling you what I feel is that we've, we've destroyed our gut biomes and uh, all the use of antibiotics in the United States, which was rampant there. When I, when my kids were young, the answer to every question was antibiotics. I mean, when I was in school, if you got a zit, the doctor put you on tetracycline an antibiotic and, oh, yeah. you know, and, and that's fine. And it, but the problem is that all destroys the gut biome. And, you know, uh, you, you can see it. I mean, my God, I, I get it with COVID. I'm fine with COVID sanitizing your hands. But, geez, I'll, when, but pre-COVID, I mean, I'd watch people sit, sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. 
you got to get dirty. I've got my dog sitting next to me. I got a cat upstairs. My dog and my cat really help my health because uh, my grandson Leo's upstairs and he's he's growing up with cat and dog hair and he, you know uh, we I love it when my grandkids run outside and play in the dirt and you know it's okay and all that I'm not and again folks I'm not a lunatic and but to if you're if you're my age and you've taken a lot of antibiotics in your life and you're worried about some things, well, then shovel down some kimchi, shovel down some fermented foods. Uh, I took a course on fermenting and I really, really liked it. Uh, I learned a ton. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I make my, I, I, I'm in the course, I made my own yogurt and kefir and I thought that was fine. But the thing I learned is fermented vegetables are, are just gold for me. So that I, you know, so I personally, I hate to say I tested this with my, but I, you know, I went out of my way to make sure and to understand things. Okay. Yeah. And I believe in experimenting with your own body. I experimented so much over the past uh, year, 17 years, um, being a coach. And I believe we have to do that in order to figure out, okay, this is work. This works for me and this doesn't. And, um, I'm a big believer. I remember uh, when I was married, I'm divorced now, but uh, when I was married, we made our own kombucha. We made our own fermented foods um, in Hawaii and um, it, it helped so much. And uh, coming back to uh, sanitizing your hands and I, I see parents when I'm at the playground with my daughter, they sanitize even the playgrounds, you know? I mean, yeah. come on, you need, you need to have your kid get dirty. Uh, yeah. the- needs to get in there in order to have the the immune system get stronger right, right. I mean, and and again i don't like the th- i don't think i'm a crazy person uh, i i might be but it's it can be as simple as some of the things we're just discussing it doesn't have to be i mean you don't have to show up absolutely filthy from head to toe it could be eating you know, drinking some kombucha eating some you know, eating some kimchi sauerkraut i mean it doesn't have to be insane yeah Exactly. Um, I want to go to a specific topic and everybody asks me, what do you take on supplements? What is your take on supplements? What is your take on certain uh, things like that? Well, supplements, supplement. And I think if you're, if you're nailing it with your diet, you know, if you're eating a, a lot of vegetables, if you're getting out in the sun for, with walks, you probably don't need to sun. Uh, the only supplements I actually use are sleep supplements because, you know, I'm, al- I'm almost 64. I'll be 64 in just a few weeks. Yeah. And at my age, uh, I worry about sleep really about more than I worry about anything else, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. Absolutely. because uh, the quality of sleep is just so important, you know, for your overall health. So I do take a, I, One of the guys on my forum makes a product called Hibernate, and it's got uh, zinc and it's got magnesium and just a, and it really does just have a trace of melatonin. Yeah, and so I take that uh, as a as a sleep aid. Yeah, um, the, my sleep is very good. Uh, when I talk to some of my classmates and stuff, that's the number one issue with all of them. I never sleep anymore. Well, 
Why don't you take something like this? I'm not going to. Well, okay. You can't bitch about sleep and not try to do something about it. You know? So that would be the only one I do now. I was doing, uh, and in the winter I here in Utah, I will supplement vitamin D. Um, vitamin D is not a vitamin. It's a pro hormone and it does work. Um, I mega dose it every Monday. I have, I, there's a pill I take and I read somewhere that was better than daily. So Monday's vitamin D day. And I don't, we don't have to, well, I don't have to go much farther than that, but uh, no, I'm, uh, if you consider taking additional fiber supplements as a supplement, yeah, I do that too. And I just think, because I'm just such a big believer in uh, elimination, digestion, and those things. So, but not, not, not too crazy. Not very much. Absolutely. Uh, going back to the sleep, um, <laughs> what's your sleep like? How many hours do you sleep per night? What do you believe in? Oh, I think you got to go eight or nine. Got it. Now, the problem I, I have is that when I up the quality of my sleep, I need less. So uh, this morning I woke up happy as a robin at 5 a.m. And then what I do now, if I wake up, uh, so I had my alarm set so I could be with you as a reminder. So what I do, if I wake up, I, I have this, I use this thing called brain.fm and I have this weird little, it's a little eye mask that's got earphones, Bluetooth earphones. And what I did this morning is I did this 15-minute guided meditation at 5 a.m. Um, and it was weird is it was that it's the one where you tighten and relax. And then you go the uh, tighten and then relax. And then you squeeze your form and relax. So I do this 15-minute guided meditation, hoping it'll sneak me back into sleep. But by the time 5.15 rolled around, I was like, you know, I feel pretty good. It's this, this, this is all good, you know? And so I rolled out of bed and, and I started my day. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're like an example of a healthy person, uh, a person that is aging. Well, mm -hmm. um, there's so many people, so many listeners that want to know, uh, maybe give us two or three principles that sure. so you want the two big ones. The two, is, big well, ones. the two big ones are boring as hell folks. Wear your seatbelt. And don't smoke. Statistically, if you can make it to age 25, as as, as if you ever uh, try to get a car for a uh, rent a car, you'll notice they don't want to rent to anybody under 25 because a little bit more reckless. <laughs> if you make it to 25, all you need to do in the United States to make it to 55 is don't smoke and wear a seatbelt. But if you want to make it longer <laughs> and a quality life, It's the estimates are interesting. It could be as little as a hundred minutes a week of exercise. Mm -hmm. So it's not very much, yeah. uh, but I would suggest my number one suggestion for training is after, well, th this, okay. I got to be careful. I believe in walking after you weight lift. I, I have from other people say, you know, you should always do a 10 minute walk before you lift. The reason I don't do that is because, uh, um, Well, if you know me well, you know, it's really hard for me to, okay, if I start walking for 10 minutes, I'll find something else to do and I'll forget what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I lift and then walk. And I think that's the best thing you can possibly do. Uh, so after, like I told you, after I clean and jerk, I walk. Uh, when I body build, 
I walk. Um, sometimes I just hop my bicycle in the afternoon and go for a, you know, just a little joy ride around here. Just, you know, 15, 20 minutes of just, I got my dog right next to me and he's snoring now. Uh, take him for a walk, 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 walk. Uh, yeah, I just, the thing about walk, lifting and then walking is lifting frees up those free fatty acids and then walking kind of gobbles them up. So that's the best advice I can give. I love what you shared. And um, we're, we're coming uh, close to the end. I want our listeners, and I call them our listeners because um, you are on the show, um, to, to hear where they can find you, uh, yeah. where they can um, get your programs, your books. Um, give us, yeah, the rundown. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the easiest way to get my books is on Amazon, but, uh, if you go, if you, if you really want the full thing on Amazon, you'll just get my book, but if you buy them at OTP on target publications, when you buy the book, you get the Kindle version, the ebook version, the paper version and the audio version. So it, if you want in the same price as the Amazon and I, so and I keep telling people that, but you know, it's Amazon runs. I guess it's, yeah. it's too easy right? <laughs> for every, I mean, for the whole library of free stuff, go to danjohn.net. I have over 3000 pages. If you print them out of information for free there, help yourself. I've got from dad to grad there. I've got a 51 page book called the coyote point kettlebell book. Uh, I've got a discus throwing book in there and I've got a weightlifting book, all free, free, free plus just tons of stuff. Um, my paid site is danjohnuniversity.com. And that's where the, the, there's a great forum there. Uh, there's the workout generator, which the the best thing, Brian put it together, and it is just stunningly amazing. And of course, uh, I, I also have, I, I have courses there. There's one on goal setting, it's 30 bucks. And there's one on programming, how to program, program, you know, for work, working out. Mm-hmm. And it's 50 bucks. And it sounds like a lot, but the, the, the courses have like a couple of hours of video and 70 plus pages of reading and questions. And, and then there's forums that you can talk. And I don't know, I think it's pretty good for the price. I think there's so much value. $50 is nothing. So they, nothing. they definitely nothing. should jump on it and, and get it. Um, thank you so much, Dan. Uh, oh, thank you. I, it was a pleasure talking to you. You're such a wealth of knowledge. And uh, yeah, I hope we can do that again. Well, hey, you, this, I mean, uh, let's just, I mean, let's say next month, okay? Let's do it All again. Right. Perfect. Thank you so thank much, you Dan, for coming on. And um, I'll see, take, talk to you soon. Look, look forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. And don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday. 